0: The appointed text, Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 5, verses 8 through 10. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. This is the word. Please be seated. In the name of Jesus, you who are transferred from darkness to light. By age demographic, I'm a child of the 80s. And according to stereotype, and in some ways, certainly in reality, this means my intelligence, if there is any, and my habits and my behaviors were shaped by things like MTV. Music videos, all day long, nothing else. By encyclopedias, yeah, there are bound books, full of history and information that people even spent summers selling door to door, maybe some people in here actually. By rotary telephones, phones were fixed to walls and things like that, you couldn't take them anywhere. You had to remember people's numbers. It's crazy. I can't remember a single number anymore. What surrounds us forms and fashions us. Most of you students are children of the aughts or children of the, the early 2000s or that was your, maybe your first 10 formative years. And the stereotypes suggest some things about you then as well suggests that you don't comprehend or you can't fathom life apart from the internet. For some of us that are significantly older, it's getting harder and harder to fathom it without it as well. It, it means that perhaps for better or for worse, your whole life is digitally recorded. And might also mean that you'll likely never have to know what tight-rolled genes are and you'll be the better off for it. (laughs) What surrounds us forms and fashions us. And St. Paul asserts a similar thing as he writes to this beloved congregation in Ephesus. Paul repeatedly refers to Christians throughout his epistles, not just in Ephesians, but throughout his epistles as being in Christ, or here he suggests they are in the Lord. He is literally talking about their spiritual environment, what surrounds them and how it's going to fashion them. They are surrounded by the goodness of the Lord. They are informed by his truth. They are filled up with his grace and his kindness toward them. And so likewise for the Christian, what surrounds them forms and fashions them. You are light in the Lord, Walk, then, as children, as ones born of light. Just as our generation forms and fashions us with some of our ways of thinking and our behavior, so too the light of the Lord forms and fashions the Christian. We aren't born with spiritual light in us. That's also what this means. St. Paul writes very matter-of-factly to Christians for whom he cares very, very deeply You were once darkness. That is what you were by your natural-born state. And the same is equally as true of us, whether we're children of the 80s or children of the aughts. We were born as darkness. Every time the the bell sounds, just a few blocks down the road at Emmanuel St. Joseph's on the labor and delivery floor, announcing the new birth of a, a baby, the announcement could just as well go over the speaker, and it probably won't, but it could just as well go over the speaker, another child of darkness born. And that might sound harsh to any of us, and we probably don't need to expect that it will happen, but it it wouldn't be at all untrue if it did. And all of the lingering effects are still there, 20 years, 20 years after that child is born, or 40 years, or 60 after that child of darkness is born. We like to have just enough darkness, just enough shadow around us that we can have what a politician maybe calls plausible deniability. If I can claim that I didn't know or I wasn't sure about the rightness of something, if I can claim I didn't know, then how could I possibly be in the wrong? Professor, I I wasn't clear on the due date of the paper Dean Schmidt, I didn't know about the visiting hours policy this night or that night. Honey, I didn't know pornography would be just as devastating to our marriage as, as actual physical adultery. The devil in our own sinful flesh deceive us into believing, deceive us into believing that shadows and the right amount of darkness is actually where we will get our coverage our safety net from sin. But the far more important coverage is being right, not in appearance with our our neighbors, but actually being right with the just and holy God. And no amount of shadow and no amount of darkness can provide us such a coverage. Only light, especially light in the Lord, is that coverage. Jesus is the sinner's light. He calls himself the light of the world. He is light and life with God. Covered in Jesus, all our plausible, deniable sins, plausibly deniable sins are actually denied a place on our record. Only covered in Christ are they totally denied a place on our record with God. Our real sins are sent fleeing by the flood of Christ's holy life that covers us. And the brightness of Christ's blood cleanses us from all our sins. It chases those sins right to the cross where they are crucified once and for all in him. And this light of the gospel gives us freedom, says St. Paul. Freedom in our walk, walking as children born from this kind of freedom. Not born from darkness, but born from this light. This light frees us. And our walk in service to our neighbor. Light frees us to pursue not what is plausibly deniable, but what is good and what is right and what is true. When St. Paul says to the Christian, You are light, he is as much as saying, You are free. You are free to not have to continually pursue the proper amount of shadow and darkness to try to cover yourself and make yourself appear right enough before the world, before friends or foes. You are free, but you are free in the light. And now you are free to walk toward that which is acceptable to the Lord, walking in truth and rightness and goodness. Dear fellow children of the light, Children, by God's grace, walk in the freedom this love affords you in the light. In Christ Jesus. Amen. This morning we offer a prayer in behalf of one of of our Bethany family, David Gratz. His brother, uh, Bruce's brother, 58-year-old in fact, suddenly was taken home to heaven this weekend. He leaves behind a wife and two adult children we pray. Our gracious Father in heaven, in this time of sadness we come before you on behalf of Bruce Gratz and his family. Comfort them in their mourning that they do not sorrow as others who have no hope. May the joy of a future reunion of your saints in the mansions above uplift the family. Strengthen them by your word and sacrament and teach all of us to count our days that we may gain hearts full of wisdom through faith in your son. We ask all this in Jesus' saving name and in his light. Amen.